Hey there, friend. Got a minute? I know you're really excited about listening to today's episode, but I got a great feeling you're going to want to hear about my latest creation, especially if you're the smart, forward-thinking kind of woman that I know you are. And if you're actively looking for ways to improve in your own self-care and wellness, consider this a sign, synchronicity, or just serendipity playing full out to bring a little clarity and fun your way. Now, you know I love to talk about self-awareness on this show because to know yourself is to bring more joy and confidence your way. So that's why I'm so excited to share with you all the deets on my latest creation, the What's Your Divine Energy Mix quiz. The What's Your Divine Energy Mix quiz helps you to appreciate your unique mix of divine feminine and divine masculine energy so that you can unlock your muse method. And your Muse method is your ideal self-care and wellness pathway based on your preferences, your way of being, and your unique take on life. I've gotten so many positive reviews from quiz takers who have absolutely fallen in love with their results. They ask me things like, how did you know this about me? Which brings my heart so much joy. And I want you to fall in love with your results too. To find out what your ideal self-care and wellness pathway is, here's what you got to do. You got to go to www.heycarladiaz.com forward slash quiz to answer 11 questions. You can literally be done in five minutes or less. And once you're done taking the quiz, your results will be flying into your inbox. And trust me, you're going to love your guide. So what are you waiting for? Go take the quiz today and I'll see you on the other side of your results. If you believe in the law of attraction, you believe that your thoughts become things, right? If you think about it, what you believe shapes your actions, which ultimately shapes your reality. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about four common self-limiting beliefs that you need to let go of today to access and achieve and attract your best life ever. Welcome to the Joyful Energetic Mama Podcast, the place where busy mamas tune in to take out the struggle from the daily work-life juggle. I'm your host, Carla Diaz. I'm a married mama of three who jumped off the hot mess express and turned in her people-pleasing ways to become your personal cheerleader and encourager of dreams. Every week, you can expect simple and actionable tips on how to improve your own health and wellness. Are you ready to shift your mindset to go from that grouchy lady that your friends put up with to the joyful mama everyone wants to keep up with? Then this is the podcast for you. Are you ready to say yes to opportunity and untapped potential? Of course you are. And that's why I would love for you to join my new online course, Attract to Achieve. Attract to Achieve is a digital self-study course that will teach you how to harmonize your feminine and masculine energies to go from feeling uninspired and unclear about your personal and business goals to having the clarity and the confidence that you need to manifest and visualize your wildest dreams and goals in 30 days. Enrollment is now open and it's for a limited time. So for more information, go to bit.ly forward slash attract to achieve. So that's bit.ly forward slash attract to achieve. Hey friend, welcome to episode 31 of the Joyful Energetic Mama podcast. I am your host, Carla Diaz. And what I'm thinking about right now is that new year, new mindset. 
So this week is all about four self-limiting beliefs that you need to let go of right now. So rather, this week's episode, not this week. I mean, limiting beliefs and letting go and releasing them should be a year-round venture. But specifically, this week, we are going to be tackling four common self-limiting beliefs, and we're going to be not only just tackling what they are, we're going to dissect them a little bit, and then we're going to also offer an alternative way of thinking about these beliefs so that you have an opportunity to grow and reach to your full potential. So what exactly is a self-limiting belief? A self-limiting belief is a belief that you have about yourself or the way the world works. And the reason why they're self-limiting is because Holding these thoughts actually hold you back from your true potential. So like I said, today we're going to identify four common self-limitations. Self-limiting belief number one is, I don't have what it takes to succeed. So when you tell yourself that you don't have what it takes to succeed, you are essentially closing yourself off from opportunity. And you are letting self-doubt get in the way of what may be. And I know many of us deal with an inner critic that causes us to overthink. And a lot of times it paralyzes us, right? These thoughts that are lingering in our head, they really serve no purpose and just keep us stuck. So I know personally speaking, I've dealt with my own inner, inner critic. And I'll tell you this, one of the most powerful ways to disarm your inner critic is to treat yourself with self-compassion. So when I mean self-compassion, I mean treat yourself with kindness. So many of us would never treat our best friends the way that we treat ourselves. We would never belittle our friends, but yet for whatever reason, it's okay for us to kind of trash ourselves. So people who tell themselves that they don't have what it takes to succeed, they exhibit low self-compassion for themselves. And it may be hard to see that there's another way for you to live your life, when you've dealt with past failures. So everyone can understand that, right? Because failure is a part of life. But if you never take the shot or if you decide to stop showing up, that's when I believe you truly fail, not when you fail and you keep trying. So failure by itself is never a bad thing. It's a good thing because guess what? When you fail, you get information. It tells you what's not working. And knowing what doesn't work actually gets you closer to discovering what does. So don't ever cancel yourself out by telling yourself you don't have what it takes to succeed. Instead, tell yourself the following. You can say to yourself, I don't have what it takes to succeed, but I can learn. And I love that because you realize a truth there that you may not have what it takes right now, but that doesn't mean that you won't in the future. If you give yourself time and you are resourceful enough to find the answers. Along with that is another way to kind of rethink this self-limiting belief that you don't have to have what it takes to succeed right now. But when you say that, when you say right now, you're no longer thinking absolutely. You're no longer defining yourself to whatever shortcoming or whatever skill sets you haven't acquired. The other way to look at this self-limiting belief and flip it on its head is to tell yourself, I don't have what it takes to succeed, but I can get help. Because the truth is, a lot of times we are going to need help. 
We cannot do everything by ourselves, by no stretch of the imagination. I know a lot of us want to be super women. We want to be everything to everyone. But when you try to do that, you know how exhausting that can be. And guess what? It's totally unnecessary. So make sure if the help is available to you, take it. Take it so that you can create a better reality for yourself. So here's another way that I like to look at this uh, self-limiting belief. You can say to yourself, I have what it takes to succeed with some assistance, and that's not a bad thing. So the clearest example that comes to mind is I've spent a good portion of, I want to say, the last, oh man, um, let's say the last eight years of my life, right, working as a home care physical therapist, and that has allowed me to work with a lot of seniors who live in assisted livings. And I see how those seniors are thriving, whereas if they were to live by themselves, it would be a very different situation for them. So the fact that they have accepted the need for help, their quality of life has been maintained or it has even improved because they asked for help. So never tell yourself that you don't have what it takes to succeed. You know, the truth is, Not everything is going to be your zone of genius. So like I said, I mean, can you really imagine trying to do all the things without getting burned out? It's not worth it, my friends. So don't go there. Self-limiting belief number two. If I can't be the best, I don't want to even try. This one's really problematic. So here are a few things that quickly come to mind. So first thing that I think of is that when you tell yourself that if you can't be the best, you don't even want to try, that This is a fear-based belief that, again, limits your potential. So it plays into the falsehood of comparison. And anybody who's ever played the comparison game knows that that game is rigged. It's rigged because your reality will never be exactly the reality of someone else, nor should it be. So what bothers me about this belief is that if you truly believe that, then you're essentially giving up your control. You are choosing to not be an active participant in living your best life. So here's the truth. It's okay to be a beginner. There's nothing wrong with staying in your own lane and figuring out what is best for you and the best way of doing things for yourself. So when you only focus on the results, you lose sight of what really matters. And that's all the steps in between that get you to the next level. So I want to share with you my mantra for the year, and I feel really good about my mantra for this year, you know, coming out of 2020 and uh, all the teachings that I've learned from that. So my mantra for the year is playful experimentation while being present. So I come to realize that I win every time that I focus on being present during the process and learning how to detach myself from the result. What do you think about that? Will you choose to do a little playful experimenting while you're living in the present? Back to self-limiting belief number two. Here's what's wrong with counseling yourself out if you can't be the best. First off, you ignore the fact that change is inevitable. To live is to adapt. So it's my personal belief that you're put on this earth to realize your full potential. And that involves making mistakes, taking chances, collecting data, 
and gaining more information so that you can fine-tune and course correct. Instead of telling yourself, if I can't be the best, I don't want to even try, believe that the only thing that matters is that I did my best. Or here's another one. Because I'm willing to try, I can be my personal best. That sounds so much better, so much more forgiving, and so much more accepting. Self-limiting belief number three. I must be in control at all times. The problem with this belief is that it's not possible to be in control of everything at all times. The sooner you let go of the things that you cannot control, the better off that you are. So in thinking about the law of attraction, if you try to control everything, you are in in effect energetically blocking yourself from attracting what you desire. So we know that manifesting is all about surrendering to open yourself up to receive. And that involves letting go of control. So when you feel that you need to be in control at all times, you're playing a losing game. What does it mean to surrender? So surrender is to detach yourself from the outcome. And I can't stress how important this is because as much as we want to shape our future and we take steps forward in that direction, we know that sometimes we are not, what we think we want is not really what we need. So when you allow yourself to surrender, it means that you are putting in the work And you're doing things in good faith to know that you will get to be where you need to be, even if it's not what you think it should be, if that makes sense. Surrendering is also like, say, for if you're religious, um, it's like when you say letting Jesus take the wheel, that's exactly what surrendering is. You are kind of giving up your control to allow for what to be so that it can be. So Your need to control everything prevents you from allowing serendipitous moments in your life. And I know that a lot of good things that have happened to me, personally speaking, have occurred by, you know, by going on a whim, by um, just letting things happen. Like I, I can, the clearest example in my mind that I can think of is being led to read Gabrielle Bernstein's Super Attractor, you know. I remember it was a, I want to say it was like December of 2019, right? And I had, I had no intention really of reading that book. Like I knew who Gabrielle Bernstein was and I didn't, I didn't really come to love her then as much as I do now. Like I didn't really know what, what she was all about. Like I heard of her, but, um, but for whatever reason, like I kept on getting this intuitive message to get her book. And I went with it. Instead of ignoring that pulse that I kept on feeling, I ordered her book and I read it. And I tell you, reading that book before 2020 flipped (laughs) reality upside down was so helpful. And I think about it like there's a logical explanation for that reason other than something inside me pulled me to read that book. So Sometimes you got to let go of control so that you can let that serendipity in your life. 
Wanting to be in control also means that you are not really allowing yourself to have fun and to be present in the moment. And we know that when we are so focused on having things done a specific way that that can rob us of our personal joy. I think of how many parties I've hosted in the past and how I've obsessed over the littlest details and wanting everything to be perfect that when the day of the party came, because I was so obsessed with getting everything right, I couldn't enjoy myself. I kept on feeling like I was letting the party guests down because the vision that I had in my head wasn't what played out. However, um, come to... You know, in hindsight, I realized that my guests did not know the difference. They didn't know what was my intention. All they knew is that they came to have a good time and they did. They had a good time and I suffered because in my mind, it wasn't good enough. So it's another perfect example of when you're trying to control everything, you lose sight of what's important and that's celebrating your kid's birthday, right? Or having a a celebration there and just kind of enjoying everyone's company. That's really what it's about. It's a gathering, right? So that leads to self-limiting belief number four, and that's, I don't deserve to put myself first. This belief breaks my heart because it hits home. And when you believe that you don't deserve to put yourself first, what happens is that you wind up disappointing yourself time and time again. So I have a question for you. How can you tell if letting people benefit from your decisions is an act of kindness or if it's coming from a place of low self-esteem? You can tell the difference by asking yourself how that decision makes you feel. So if it makes you feel good, then that's great. That probably means you have a healthy level of self-esteem. However, if it makes you feel bad, your decision is probably stemming from a need to feel accepted at any cost. And when your need to feel accepted at any cost, if that's driving you, you're going to disappoint yourself and you're not going to feel good. So I also recognize that there may be a cultural component to putting other people's needs before your own. Uh, As women, you know, we usually assume the role of caretaker and caregiver. And maybe even from a young age, you may have been taught to anticipate the needs of others and you may have been praised when you were able to anticipate their needs. So that told you that putting other people's needs before your own or or focusing more on the needs of others was more important than necessarily putting your needs first. So here's the truth about feeling undeserving of putting your needs first. The truth is, is that you are worthy. You are enough. You have value and a unique perspective to give. Besides, if you don't take care of yourself, who's going to do it? How can you expect to take care of others when you aren't taking care of yourself, right? You have to fill your cup first before you can pour from it. So instead of counting yourself out and feeling undeserving, realize that you matter. You have worth and your needs are valid. So in sum, here's what you can do to nurture a mindset that is positioned for growth. I want you to look at failures as opportunities to learn. Because they are. I want you to recognize that just because you're not the best at X, Y, and Z, that doesn't mean that you can't learn or that you can't get better. I want you to look at criticism 
as a constructive way and an opportunity to grow. And more importantly, I want you to believe that the world wants to give you what you need. So instead of trying to control the outcome, trust in the process and believe that the universe will respond when you open yourself up to receive. So I hope that if you started your day with any of these self-limiting beliefs, that you realize that there is a better way to go about living than shortchanging yourself. Um, as always, my goal is always to stretch your thinking a little bit and to help you see what's possible because you are deserving of more joy and more energy in your life. Now, if there's a other self-limiting belief that you have that I haven't touched upon and you'd love to share that with me, you know, you're always welcome to reach out to me through social media. You can find me on Instagram under Hey Carla Diaz. That's my handle on Instagram. I also have another handle, a Joyful Energetic Mama Podcast, which is specifically for the podcast. So you can send me a direct message if you're on Instagram, or you can also join the Facebook community for this podcast and share your thoughts with me there. Because I'd really love to know what's what's going on. What What is another self-limiting belief that you're having a hard time dealing with? And then maybe together we can work on another more suitable alternative that allows you to grow. All right, guys. So on that note, I hope that you've enjoyed learning how to kind of flip these self-limiting beliefs on their head and realize that your joy is always a possibility. You just have to be open to receive and to kind of stretch your thinking and position your mindset for growth. So on that note, the joyful and energetic mama in me sees and honors the joyful and energetic mama in you. If you've enjoyed this podcast, make sure to subscribe so that you're notified and never miss an episode. And of course, if you found top, today's topic super valuable, let me know by writing a review. And if you're not quite ready to do that, you can always share this episode with your friends. And remember, if you'd like to learn more about the Attract to Achieve course, you can do so by going to bit.ly forward slash attract to achieve. Enrollment is open now for a limited time. So for more information and to grab your seat with Attract to Achieve, make sure to check out bit.ly forward slash attract to achieve. 